Amen. It once again gives me that great joy to greet you and appreciate your giving and your love for me, my family, and the people of Swaziland. And I want to bring greetings to you from the people you love the most and the people who love you back. When they heard I was coming here, they sense they are love with me to you. And they nicely asked me to tell you how much they love you. We love you from the depth of our hearts. We appreciate your prayers. We appreciate each and every support that you give to us. And thank you for having me here this week. When Alan emailed me to tell me that uh, you're inviting me to be here this week, my heart was so filled with joy. Although the flight could be so long, but didn't, that didn't take out the courage and the zeal to be here. I didn't feel the long trip because I flew without my heart. My heart was already here with you. I love you, and I thank God for you. And thank you, Pastor, for sharing your pulpit with me today. I know we had a very good day today. I'm not going to tell much. You've only shown the video. And as I'm standing here, some of, some of you, you look at me and compare with me with that video. I'm not the guy that was on that video. <laughs> that was my brother. <laughs> Can we please turn our Bible to Proverbs chapter 3? Proverbs chapter 3, beginning from verse 1 to 6. My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Let love and faithful never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the table of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. 
Usually when, when preachers preach, they will find a title of their message. And it's a difficult one to do because once you mention the title of your sermon, the congregation will expect you to follow the title of your message. And they can easily tell if you go off. I have tried my best to find a, a title of my message. And it is, trust him when you cannot trace him. Trust him when you cannot trace him. There are times in life where life just becomes really unfair. And you think the world has come to an end. And you think nobody thinks of you. Nobody cares about you. It is in those times where you need to trust God. Somebody sings and say, I have learned to trust him. Precious Jesus, my Savior and friend. If there is something I have learned in life, it is trusting God. It is good to trust men. I remember way back when we first received our first cell phones in Swaziland. It used to have the small card in it, which they call it a SIM card. And the memory wasn't so big. You would put people's numbers in your cell phone and hoping to phone them sometime. The, the other day you try to put somebody's number the cell phone will tell you the memory is full. And then you've got to think which number you need to take out in order to put another number. But with God, it is not like that. God will not delete you for somebody. So long as you trust him, he will trust you back. As much as we trust God, God does trust us. I was looking at the life of Job in the Bible. He is a very good example for me. He trusted God for his family. He trusted God for his life. He trusted God when he could not explain it to his friend why he trusted God. When his friends turn against him, he will still remain faithful and trust in God. When his friends said many things against him, he remained faithful in trusting God. In Job chapter, chapter 19, verse 25, he said, I know my Redeemer lives. When he has tested me, I will come out as God. I know my Redeemer lives. And I want to look, trying to follow Job's life. In chapter 23, 
His heart was so troubled that he had looked for God. He said, only if I knew where you are, I will come to you and present my case. He said, I've been to the south to look for you. You are not there. I went to the east looking for you. You are not there. But I know where you are. You know where I am. In other words, I may not see you, but I know where you are. You seize me. For that reason, I will remain faithful to trust you. I want to say tonight, trust him even when you don't see him. There are times in life. where you feel like he's nowhere near you because of our living circumstances. I was asking pastor today, why it is always the man that opens the car door for the woman. And he tells me it is our tradition. But there come a time in life where the man will open the door for his wife to get into the car and close the door nicely, possibly get into the car and fasten the seatbelt for the wife before he could drive. And when they get to their destination, the man will come out of his door and go and open the door for the, for the wife to get out. But I have seen it. I have seen it. Sometimes the very same man sitting in the car waiting for the lady to get into the car, and the lady waiting for the man to open the door, and the man sits in the car, and the lady waits at the door, and the man begins to hoot and say, hurry up, we need to go. Those are the time where you realize you need to trust God than men. Men can disappoint you. I remember the other year, I was told my grandfather passed away. It was a very sad moment. At the funeral of my grandfather, somebody told me my sister had a car accident. And I didn't know what to do to carry on with the funeral or to rush for my sister at the clinic. Before I could reach at the clinic, I received a call. My sister has passed away. As a human being, it was like the world has come to an end for me. I have lost my grandma, my, my grandfather, whom I love so much. I have lost my sister, whom I love so much. And I could have asked myself and asked God, where are you, Lord, 
when things happen like this. In those times when you pray and you feel your prayers don't go as far as your roof. They hit your roof and come back. When you pray, the word doesn't come out of your mouth. Only tears comes back. It is those times when God comes closer to you, when you need trust God. And somebody will sing and say, trust and obey. Trust him when you cannot trace him. Trust him when the husband doesn't open the door. And I do trust and hope one day the ladies will open the doors for the husband. I'm waiting to see that it will ever happen, but I do believe it will happen sometime. If it doesn't happen, people will change, but God will never change. You drive your cars. Most of us in Swaziland, we don't have cars. But I do remember some people that I see who are just got married. We walk and cross rivers. And when the man walk with his wife and they come to the river because they are so in love, the man will take his wife, lift him up, take him across the river to show how much he loves and take care of him. But there are times when the man will stand on the other side of the river and the lady will wait for the man to take her across the river. And the man will say, can't you see where other women cross? Do like other women. It is the time when the man has changed. When the man changed, God doesn't change. I've been reading the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, beginning from verse 1. It's a verse that most people read it in funerals. When, in the year when King Uzziah died, Isaiah said, I saw the Lord sitting in his throne. When King Uzziah died, it wasn't an easy thing for Isaiah. But in that dark cloud of King Uzziah's dead, Isaiah said, there's something I can see. I saw the Lord. When the throne of kingship on earth was empty. Uzziah looked up and saw the throne in heaven was occupied. When there was no king on earth at that time, 
there was a king in heaven. There are times in life where you feel lonely and lost. In our country, we are facing some difficult times. Next week, Tuesday, our schools will start. Most of the parents will not have money to send their kids to school. And everybody's trying, where do I get money to take my children to school? And the money seems to be nowhere. And you don't know where they will get the money. And some of the children, they don't know if they will really go to school on Tuesday. But I can still stand in front of them and say, when all seems to have been gone, there's nothing, there's no future. I can tell you one thing. I know a man who holds the future. I do not worry about what the future holds for me, so long as I hold on to the man that holds the future. My future is bright. Trust him when you cannot trace him. When one door gets closed, God opens another door. But sometimes when one door gets closed, we think there's no way out. God will always make a way where there is no way. If he doesn't open a big door, he might open a window somewhere. When you feel you are in a tunnel, it is dark and everything seems to, be, to have come to an end. It is closed. You don't see anywhere. You don't see on the other side. Please wait and see. There is a door that God has opened for you. Trust him when you cannot trace him. Trust him for your life. Trust him for your family. Trust him for your church. Trust him for your country. He is faithful and worthy to be trusted. Two months back, two of the biggest factories in Swaziland that employed about 20,000 people get to close down. 20,000 people lost their job. And many people think it was 20,000 people that lost their job. It is more than 20 people that lost. There are more than 20 people that have put their trust on the 20,000 people that are working. And we've been told, next month, there could be another eight factories closing down. And if you think of it, there are, may, there are more people that do not have a future. There are more people that will be affected. But come that situation when all is gone, there is something 
that we will be left with, it is God. Somebody sing. I'm not a very good singer anyway, but I do love to sing. And I do love the old hymns that we used to sing. And one of my favorites will be, I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday. For the crown, I will sing, I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for the crown. When all is gone and lost, I can proudly say, take the world and all that is in it, but please do me a favor, give me Jesus. With Jesus, I have a future. With him on my side, I have life. What will gain a man to profit the whole world and at the end lose his own life? I would rather lose everything and be left with Jesus. I will trust him. I have seen him. He is faithful. He's been with me. He's walked with me in difficult times and situations. He has walked with me. He has walked with many people. He has walked with people of the old in the Bible. He has walked with. There was a time when three men were supposed to be killed, put in that fear defendants of fire. And they say to the king Nebuchadnezzar, if you do not release us, if we die here, we want to be known that if we die, we do not worship your God. But we do believe and trust in the God of heaven. He has the power to rescue us from this fire. And surely that God of theirs, the God of heaven, was so faithful to rescue them out of that fire. A man by the name of Daniel was pulled in the dungeon of lions. He was the lions were made to be hungry enough to feed on him, but when they put him there, the faithful God was able to shut the lion's mouth, and he survived in that pit. And the lion looked at him and said, we used to eat people, but we do not eat people like this one, because in him we can see there is a hand of God. In that God, I will put my trust. In that God... I will put my hope. Trust him. Trust him. When you wake up in the morning and go to work, 
and you find your boss at the door to tell you there's no work for you anymore, but still trust him. Trust him. Even when they tell you that as a Christian, you do not have to suffer sicknesses. Because, I mean, I, I'm sure that gospel is not yet here. It is on the other side in Africa, where they tell you that as a Christian you shouldn't suffer. All is going to be well for you. Believe it or not, the Bible doesn't teach us that. The Bible tells you that there was a man in the land of Uz. His name was Job. He was blameless. He was faithful. God testified that he was so faithful. The very same man, he suffered a sickness in his body. The very same man, he lost his children. The very same man, he lost all that he had. But after losing everything that he had, he would still trust in God. I have been blessed by being sick lately. If there is a year I did not enjoy, was last year. I don't know how many times I've been to hospital. I have seen so many doctors. There was a time where I could not even afford to go and see a doctor because there was no money in my pocket at that time. But it was that time when I grew closer to God to trust him. Because when there was money in my pocket, I knew when I get sick, I will go and see a doctor, I will pay. It was a Sunday morning where I collapsed, became unconscious for 15 minutes. That's what my wife told me. And I woke up for an hour. I was down again. And when I wake up, my wife asked me, what do we do? Because you're going to die. There is no money to take you to hospital. I say, wife, I do not have money to go to a doctor. But I do believe and trust there is a great doctor that we can pray to. And my son, 13 years old, say, dad, can I lay my hands upon you? I want to pray for you. And he laid his hands on me. And he prayed for me. As he prayed for me, it was like to me, God, please help his faith to grow. While he was busy praying for me to be healed. And God was faithful enough to answer my son's prayer. I was healed. Because I had nothing to trust. Money was too far away for me that day. The only thing that was close to me was God. To that God, I will put my faith and trust on him. It was the same year, last year when my daughter 
got admitted to college. She wanted, she wanted to start medicine. She was admitted on a Monday. She got the admission letter. And we were given a period of seven days to have paid 15000 for her to go to the college. And I had 20 rand in my pocket, which is like $2. That is all I had in my pocket. And it was three days before the seven days collapsed. A man from Georgia sent me an email and said, I have sent you 3,000 US dollars. Please check your account. And it is that God that I will forever, forever, forever trust. So my message to us, it's not for you, it is for me. This evening, trust God, no matter what. Trust God when you cannot explain to anybody why you trust him. Trust him when you feel you shouldn't trust him. But I'm here this evening to beg you, trust him. In closing, there is an animal. I don't know the English name for that animal. It's almost as big as a cat or as small as a cat, depending on how you see a cat. You see it big or small, I don't know. But it's, it's almost like a cat. We used to chase that animal when you see it as young boys. It doesn't run on the ground. It runs faster and better on trees. It will jump from one tree to another. And we enjoy chasing that animal. We wanted to, to kill it for meat. But when that animal gets tired, she will, hold, she will hold on on a tree and sink all her nails in the tree. You can hit her with a big stone, but she will hold fast on the tree. She will hold on the tree until she died. We will even try to hit her when she is dead, because you don't see if she's dead, because she's still holding on, on the tree. Will you hold on, no matter what it costs? Will you hold on when there is no hallelujah, there is only an amen. There are times in life where there is a big hallelujah. You feel everything is going well. Your prayers go through. There are times when the hallelujah goes. You are left with an amen. When it is an amen without the hallelujah, will you still hold on to this God? Will you still trust to this faithful God. He is faithful and just to carry us through.
when you feel tired and ready to quit, I want to ask you tonight, do not quit. Do not be defeated before the fight. Hold on. Hold on. Never give up. Don't give up. Do not be changed by your situation. But change your situation by trusting in God. I will hold on. I will cling to that old rugged cross until I exchange it one day for a crown. I may not have a reason to tell you. I may not even explain it to you why I hold on. But I will hold on. Please do hold on. Sometimes with tears falling off your eyes. When you try to pray, no words come out of your mouth. Only tears come out of your eyes. But please, I'm here to ask you and encourage you. Hold on to this faithful God. May the Lord bless you.